What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Recording during your incredibly long chant. I was. was. I was. Really exceptional, I have to say. And thank you. I, I did it with totally constricted vocal cords. I allowed no air out. So it was gorgeous. <laughs> it was very now. It was very 2020. <laughs> well, it was, it was. Oh, God. I almost said something was, really not right. <laughs> It was very, very 2020. Yeah. Well, I thought I would launch right in today with a story. Okay. I feel like I know what your story is, but I'm excited to hear. Well, you you know a fair amount of the story, and you've been talking with Jeremy, so you uh-huh. know. I, have, I and, heard it secondhand, but I'd like to hear it firsthand. And, um, but our listeners don't know the full story, and so I thought, let's go ahead and, and tell this story. So... About three weeks ago, I was interviewed. Um, it was a two-day shoot uh, uh, that was everything from like uh, about six hours of interview to also some of me dancing to you know B-roll around. Um, they they came and uh, stayed in an Airbnb close by and did the shoot for. Uh, the the company is called Thought Matter, and they are currently doing portraits of artists, uh, chefs, politicians, uh, many people about how. Uh, and there are these three minute portraits that'll come out that are about getting the vote out, and um, uh, and we were all asked a, a series of questions. Mine relating from everything about how I grew up to being an artist to views on the Constitution to uh, views on what's happening politically now, etc. And um, part of that interview was, and, and a lot of it was sitting outside. And I sat outside under this tree for quite a, a long time. And um, and then we came down to New York to get you. And it was just like this, the day after it, and I felt really tired and kind of weird, and I uh, fell asleep in this like weird deep nap, oh, and um, where I went super. I just was like, whoa! I felt like I dropped through the bed. I was in this black space, and I was holding Parker's hand, and um, I woke up and left my laptop in New York. I was so out of it. We came back here. You and I were in the TV room and I was like, oh, my gland feels swollen in my hip. And you were, I was like, have you ever had that happen? You were like, no. And um, <laughs> then uh, we started to shoot the music videos for Chris Garneau. And I was setting the choreography on that. And I just started to feel worse and worse. And I was like, oh, I think I have 
like a little staph infection in my groin somehow. And so I go to urgent care and listeners already heard this part. I go to urgent care and she's like, wow, you were here two years ago to the day with staph on your finger. And I was like, wow, it must be. See a doctor, she looks, she's like, yeah, it looks like staph, gonna put you on 10 days of Bactrim. Start the Bactrim, go into fevers, and a low grade, very low grade, like 99.1 to 100.4. And, but the rash starts to grow and I'm like, Ugh. Uh, go back, see this other doctor. He's like, oh yeah, that's cellulitis. It's, uh, it's, it's growing, but just keep an eye on it. You don't want to, if it starts growing too much, you'll have to go to the ER for an IV. And I was like, that sounds like no. And then, um, it continues to grow. So I go back and he, I, he looks at it again. He's like, well, actually it looks like it's getting better. It's like clearing in the center. And I was like, okay. And I was like, do you think it could be Lyme? And he's like, no, I've been up here for a long time. And, and it's true. The bullseye rash does happen, but other kinds of rashes can happen as well as no rash. So no, this still looks like cellulitis and da da da. So go away, do my 10 days of Bactrim, feel super out of it. The fevers are still happening. I'm like, what's going on? And then uh, this past weekend, my right hip, and it had been in my right groin, the, you know, the staff, whatever this, this bump was, goes away. The, but this, the rash keeps growing. It grows like past my hip bone. And now I'm like, it's just a red circle that goes all the way down under my thigh, back around my butt. And I was like, um, and then my hip was in, you know, when you get like really bad piriformis glute need pain that feels like it's also connected to your psoas. Um, what's piriformis? Piriformis is an external rotator that goes, it goes back from your sacrum onto your greater trochanter. Okay. Like it goes back like through the butt. It's like a deep external rotator. Okay. And I was like, and my gluteus medius on my right has done a lot of work for me. I generally, like if I do a knee vibration, it's, I'm always standing on my left doing the knee vibration on my right. Like I was like, oh wow, it's just really painful. And it must just be from being on antibiotics for 10 days and all of that. And then it goes into a level of pain that I was like, this isn't, mm -mm. this is, this is a level of pain <laughs> that feels psychotic. And I feel really out of it. Like I was oh, no. having a hard time thinking. I was like, but that could just be any day, really. I thought, well, maybe it's just like depression, anxiety. I call the urgent care. And I'm like, look, I've already been there three times. I'd love to not come back in because right. it's $55 each time I go in with the insurance that we have from Bard. And that's, a, that's a pretty big copay for fancy insurance. Uh-huh. I yeah. mean, I guess like it's, when maybe, I would go it's in, maybe it's standard. Mm, it's like if you see a doctor, it's 30. But if you get an urgent care, it bumps oh. up. And I don't have a PCP yet up here. Uh -huh. And so, and each time I would go to this urgent care, the woman would be like, oof this copay. And it was nice. I will say on the third time they didn't charge me, but, uh, it was because it was the same woman who I'd been seeing. But this fourth time, like I speak to a, an RN at the urgent care and she's like, Hmm, 
I don't know. That doesn't, it should have cleared up with a back drum. It, it could be many things, but I don't know because I'm only reading the notes from these last two and I'm not them. And I was like, oh, and Jeremy's like, just get in the car. Let's go. I go. The woman's like, I, you know, I get charged for it. I go in. It's an older female RN. Mm-hmm. Uh, really adored her as soon as I met her just because she was like, or just something where I was like, she's right. She took one look at it and she's like, you have Lyme. Wow. She was like, that is the bullseye rash that began in the center. Yep. And then it spread out and now you have the full bullseye rash. And I was, she's like, you're having joint pain. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. She's like, you feeling out of it? I was like, "Uh uh-huh. She's like, well, 21 days of doxycycline for you. She was like, many, many doctors will prescribe 14 for us up here in the Hudson Valley where this is like a full epidemic. Uh, We always do, if you know, if you see someone who knows anything about it, you've got to do 21 days. You're so good at the names of drugs. I can't ever remember any of them. Well, that's because you only did like a short stint of them. And I've basically been on various medications since I was a child. Um, Partly from my moon chosen by proxy mother. And uh, also just, who knows, maybe I was a sickly child. It's hard. Who can tell? You really is like you are bilingual in like medicine and English. Well, it it's, I mean, it is a different, it's another career path, certainly that I could go on. Because also if I ever take a drug, I look up what are... What are all the counter medications just so that I know? And, um, you know, and oh, what are Jack, you would be a really fun pharmacist, but also like I'd be scared. But like also, what a fun doctor would I be? Because I'd be, uh, I would, I don't know. I don't know. I would be like, it's okay. You know, this will be, I don't know. I think my bedside manner would be pretty great. And I will say, I'm pretty great in an ER. Like when friends of mine have had to go to an ER or, you know, I mean, look, I, it's, uh, me and your, was it me and aunt Jane who helped get you that other room? I don't know. I really think you would struggle removing yourself from the equation as a doctor and you would unnecessarily scare your patients. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you for that input. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your, for your feedback. And I'll keep that in mind as I, uh, as I, thank you for your feedback. as I, uh, as I go to, um, take my pre-meds, um, <laughs> uh, remotely. So oh God, it's going to be so much school for you have to get an undergrad first. It's going to be 20 years. I, I mean, well, there you go. So, You're going to, like, wheelchair up onto the stage for your graduation when it's time to be a doctor. I mean, by that point, I'm sure people will just be standing on objects that move them around. You know, it'll, like, Uh everyone will hoverboard. We keep saying that, but it never happens. I mean, honey, we have 20 years to go. Nothing's going to happen. I hope a meteor hits the earth. Well, I mean, I did, I'll I'll get to, I don't want to bury the lead with, with what you just said. So... I, um, <laughs> what? so that's when you like tell the punchline of a, of a story before. Oh my God. Is it coming? Well, what you just said, it's going to get there in this way. It'll tie back in a super okay, loose okay, okay. film abstract way. So, so right now we're at your drug, which is called like dioxamoxicline. No, it's called doxycycline. So doxycycline. I, um, so I go and 
get the, and bless the CVS and stuff. Cause I called, I was like, <clears throat> I need you to throw in like ibuprofen and Benadryl into there because part of, part of the reaction you can also have is a histamine response to the bacteria. So like, just make it into a party mix, text uh, mix style. Yeah. Just put them all in there. A little baggie. And if you need little... to throw a Gardettos into the bottle, go ahead. <laughs> Just, just, just a check to make some pills and, and, um, and those wonderful toasted, uh, Melba's, Melba toasts. I didn't love those, but I did. Oh, I love those. I loved the Chex Mix parts. The, um. Oh, so good. Yeah, also those. good. So go get the script. The pain is like surreal. I take the doxy. I, and I needed to teach that day. This is on Labor Day. And, you know, Bard loves to put the labor in labor. So, day. So, we, uh, I, I teach that day. How could Bard have class on Labor Day? Because uh, it does. I have started teaching at Bard on Labor Day before. So weird. It's like, national holidays don't apply to us. It's just, it's oh it's a real, it's real. Okay, girl. So, I teach... Um, you know, I had, I, I checked in, uh, with my bosses and they were like, you know, you can take medical leave if you want. And I was like, no, I think it's good for me to have structure. Otherwise I'll just perseverate on this. So let's, um, I'll just keep going. And, um, so I teach and I, I take in the doxy, I teach and then I feel <laughs> amazing. So crazy. Oh no. Like so sick. I thought I was going to throw up. I'm like starting to break into like a crazy sweat. The pain is now in my shoulders and in my neck. Oh my God. And, but I had read up on the doxy and what happened, like when you take an antibiotic to kill a bacteria, you can have like a full reaction because it's like bacterial die off. Mm -hmm. While I've never had syphilis, I had a friend who had syphilis and when he got the shot for that, he got so sick and I had to take care of him for a night because he like had this huge, crazy fever. Um, And I read that with Doxy, it was like, it's comparative to that, except that your detox state or this like fever state can last way longer than a night. And I'm like, well, all right, get the electrolytes. So I feel I'd get my second pill in. The other thing with Doxy, just so you know, if you ever take it, there's a couple things I want to say to people, which they don't tell you. They do say don't have citrus or dairy. The citrus part is that Doxy is very acidic, so you don't want to increase your acidity. I am having coffee right now. Um, and uh, dairy binds to the Doxy and decreases it. Uh, and part of that is you don't want to have any like magnesium, calcium, any sort of well, just any sort of metal type stuff like that. So, like, don't take a multivitamin because, like, no zinc, nothing like that. So, and the other thing then that I realized because, like, oh, I want to get in a bath because I'm so achy is you don't want to take a bath with Epsom salts oh. because the magnesium, which is when you take, which is in Epsom salts, that can decrease the effect the efficacy of the doxy. Mm -hmm. So I don't take that. I get in bed and I like wake up completely soaking wet, mm -hmm. like drenched soaking and feeling 60% better. Your body was murdering the lime. 
my body was like, I am so through with this. It has been like over two weeks. I'm done. Get this out. Yes to this antibiotic. Work. Go off, Miss Doxy. <laughs> and um, my body just synergized with it and was just like, fuck off. And um, I woke up feeling 60% better. My right hip down into my leg is just still a little funky. Like I can't, um, if I go to stretch it, it's just like, you can't stretch this this far. Cause like everything is just sort of shortened around it, but it's getting better. I'm teaching. And so I'm like leading the warm up. And yesterday I taught twice. So I led the warm up twice and I think some movement, all of that's really helped. And, um, it's, uh, it's on its way. Wow. It's, uh, it's it's on its way. I'm on day three of the doxy and I'm continuing to feel better. No more fever dreams. The fever, which I'd been having, you know, basically on and off for two weeks is gone, which is great. Um, Cause I hate having a fever. Fevers make me feel so unhinged. I, and, I, um, I, um, wait, what's that? Oh my gosh. I was going to say um, oh, as you think, as you fish for that, yeah. how it leads up is yesterday I took a bath. So I'm just taking like a regular bath with lavender oil and um, a regular bath with lavender oil. It's regular. <laughs> and um, uh, I listened to uh, the beginning of Tristan and Isolde just so I could think about melancholia. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is... Uh, that was how I didn't want to bury the lead when you talked about a meteor hitting the earth. I see, I see, I see. And I was in a recent text mix with someone about the importance of melancholia. And they were like, I didn't really like it. And I was like, you should watch it again. I was like, when did you see it? And they were like, when it came out. And I was like, you have to watch it post-election. You really, it's, um, yeah, it's fantastic. You have to watch that movie. It's really great. It's so good. It's so great. And it's, and again, and, 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 and our listeners have said they would love to see some kind of remake, um, of it with us and uh indeed we we will 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 endeavor to make that happen um and because i'm absolutely looking greasy hair dirty black t-shirt is uh the real vibe it is the real real vibe for all of this and i'm looking productive Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I'm a real go-getter these days. Yeah, yeah, you are. You are. You are definitely being more of the Charlotte Gainsbourg. While I am like, I picked two blueberries, and I'm going to sit on this stone wall. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'll, I remember what I was going to say, which is that do does anyone have any concerns that there will be lingering lime in your body, or or, or is this like a common way to just eliminate? Well, you can never tell if that's going to happen. And generally that happens when it's been caught after a month. Oh, I see. So the the time to catch it, what's even hard with Lyme is like you can't test for it in the first week, sometimes even two weeks, sometimes even month. Because it takes your body a month to develop the antibodies. Mm. However, the antibodies won't help you in terms of not getting it again. Um, it is because it's bacterial. So you, you can get it again, even after, you know, you, cause you get the antibodies eventually that you clear those out too, but that's how, and there's four different tests you want to do when you get the Lyme test. And, um, 
so at the when I finished this course of treatment, I'm going to get all four of those tests. I don't there's no. Yeah. And we're going to have to get you some of those cranberry bog waders for going outside. You know, the kind that you just slip on. They're already boots built into the pant. Oh, That's what I'm you need. I'm not going to like do nature. You know, it's a real like. But you still have to go say hi to Rory. Oh, sure. But like that, my like walk through that grass is so quick. This was, I'm sure, from sitting under a tree for two hours in grass. And this was how wild of how I even started to think this really could be it was I like took a blanket outside to like lay on the phone and talk to my sister on Sunday. And while we were talking, no, yeah, on Sunday. And while we were talking, I felt something in my arm and I like grabbed it and I looked at it and it was so small. It was like the size of a poppy seed and it was a deer tick. Gross. That's how small they are. They're so small and many people never even see them, which I'm one of them. And somehow it had been like, it had crawled and I was wearing long pants for the interview Mm-hmm. And somehow it had crawled and I sprayed my ankles because those were exposed with like, uh, you know, tick away. Somehow it was like, ew, this is gross. And then moved up my leg and then went right to my moneymaker. It was warm. It's warm and, and furry. And, uh, and hung out there. And then I guess in one of the n- in numerous, numerous baths I've taken, it, uh, died and went down the drain because I trust me I have like done the hunt for red October up in uh my snatch and I cannot find it wait okay well it's interesting ticks bite and they stay they don't go away ticks bite and they stay and generally you don't get it unless the tick has been on you for 36 hours oh my god that's a terrible thought to, to think of a tick being on you for that long Right. Well, it's like, you know, and so somehow I like, you know, miss. It's also when I grab the one on my arm, because my whole body is feeling so hypervigilant right now that I was like, what is that? And found this like the tiniest thing ever. I took it and I put it in a piece of tape just so you can see how small it is if you want to see that. Um, But it was a real... Uh, yeah, gross. But I, I, I've, I've spoke, I have, uh, texted with friends of mine up here. A friend of mine has had it twice up here in the last five years. Mm. Um, it's, you know, it's just the kind of rampant Hudson Valley thing. It's a real rite of passage. It really means you live up here. And the thing that we hadn't done this summer was put out tick rolls, which are, you like put these tick rolls out in like around rocks around the house any place where mice might come because this whole other thing is that mice can bring it into the house and then it comes on to you oh god um the roll doesn't kill the mice it just puts this toxin in them that kills ticks and then it like it ends up getting back to like you know where ticks live and everything and then that's how you kill them it's like it's a it's a process, but my tick rolls came today, and Ugh, I'll just be slightly too late. Slightly too late. Slightly too late, and I will be setting them out. Um, well, I'm glad around. you're you're feeling better. I have a Thank good you. feeling that your line won't linger. 
I don't think do it will either. you have to let it linger? You don't want to do yeah. any inflammatory behaviors. Uh, behaviors? Any, any inflama- inflammation eating type things. Um, Hang on while you stay on with me. There's going to be a little... I had to make sure that this phone was on airplane mode because uh, Michelle Mola just tried to call Jeremy and I am recording on Jeremy's phone. Jeremy is doing the big redesign of Michelle's website. Yes. uh, That's looking really good. Tremendous. It was was nice to see that Jeremy was sort of taking some time off post the video. Well, now he... not be at his computer all day. Oh, now he's at his computer all day long. Well, Labor Day is coming on. Labor Day has come. Oh, he worked right on through that. I had, I, I didn't. I went and had a lunch with Stuart in Jersey City for Labor Day. How was that? It was nice. Jersey City is like, um, it's like a set of a place. It doesn't feel like a real place. It feels like Hollywood set. of like, They were like, this is like New York. You know what I mean? Mm, and there's less people, right? Um, well, just no, nowhere around here has a ton of people right now. Mm-hmm. So you're speaking to someone who literally sees you see zero zero no people. one. I know, right? Uh, so we went and had Vietnamese food at a restaurant, and then we sat in a park and had ice cream. Indoors or outdoors? All out. Wow. Um, 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 and then we went and sat on Stuart's fire escape. We talked to his neighbors or Stuart talked to his neighbors from the fire escape. It was nice. It was a very, it was pleasant. We had a FaceTime with Lindsay Clark. Um, that was Labor Day. Yes. That was Labor Day. Yes. Lindsay who had called to tell me about Subaru. And so I need to start. Oh, is it happening? Yeah. So I need to start figuring that out because my lease is like way over I, I don't know it's such a mess the mail that I've received or not received it's it's it, it what a mess what a mess oh dear what a mess it all is but you know it's things like that it'll all work out of course you I mean, will yeah it'll all be fine some, I mean it, it doesn't it doesn't auger one's faith to like think that you can go to an urgent care three times and be misdiagnosed three times mm. um, and have it take like two weeks and four doctors to figure out something that's like absolutely rampant in the area you live in. But um, I guess, you know, eventually things work out or they don't, you know, there's also that, that there's also that you should be fine. Oh yeah. I, I, I had a televisit with my radiologist and then I got a bill in the mail for $430. Mm-hmm. But then I called my insurance people or I called the billing people today and they realized it was a mistake on their part. So that was sometimes things do work out. Yeah. Well, sometimes, well, and that's the thing. People make mistakes. Mothers, fathers, some Secret- make mistakes. Yeah, um, administrative assistants. Uh-huh. Yeah. Urgent care nurses. People make mistakes. Yeah. Um, I also I had a I had a nice phone call with my oncologist and my my CAT scans are he said they're perfect that was his words you look it's perfect I said wow thank you but he did say you have um you have below normal range of white blood cells but that's how you that's how you've been for a long time I said well thank you I feel you've no, always been below normal with white cells and heartbeat and stuff like that you you know you're just I saw this wonderful you know I've seen it before but um. Planet Earth, when they do Planet Blue, 
um, there's this wonderful shot of a bunch of sperm whales just sleeping. Uh-huh. And they're so huge. And they just look like towers. Some are tilted up. Some are tilted face down. And they're just asleep like that. And it was... Wow. Uh, what an image. It really, it felt... So- was that you imagining my white blood cells floating around, but just a few? Uh, no, that's me just imagining you. Like... Oh, I'm a sleeping well, whale. Well, you, you you're the most, you're kind of just like a whale in this way. Like a super, like your heart rate is like so low. You're, mm-hmm. you absolutely can kind of like keep going for a long time. You know, yeah, but I do imagine that at one point I had I had lots of good white blood cells because I never got sick, and then I, you know, I obliterated them with chemicals. Mm. But I don't feel like you get the common <laughs> cold still, or you know, you certainly didn't get the COVID, as far as we know. And uh, yeah, for some reason, my immune system keeps on trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's def- it's, it's, it's definitely going to keep on trying. Um, I mean, I will say that. I do. I have in the last few years gotten a lot more cold sores than I used to. Mm, I have a great suggestion for you. Lysine. What is it? I have two great. So L-lysine is fine. I, I don't actually think it's one that works uh, as great as the two that I'm about to tell you. Okay. The first one is red marine algae. It is okay. the game changer for cold sores. Um uh, How to, is it a pill? Yeah, you can get it in pill or capsule. Um, I really prefer a brand that that's name I can't recall right now, but the, I know the cap is red, and um, I want to say it's Spectrum, but I might be wrong. And uh, I just laughed thinking about Spectrum Cable also making holistic vitamins. Um, and uh, <laughs> red marine algae is it. That is really going to help increase uh, what you need to fight off. When I, if I take that, never get them, ever. Um, really? Nope. Wait, do you mean, do you take it on a daily basis or just when you feel the tickle? Um, for a while I took it on a daily basis and then I, I did it with the tickle. But I do think taking it on a daily basis for like a year would be helpful. Oh, wow. Um, just because you want... <laughs> I like your theories. Your medical... Your imagined medical well, theories. Well, because I'm like, get it in there. I'm like, you know, when people think it's like just a, a moment thing, it's like, look, you've had cold sores for as long as I've known you. So it's not I've like... I've had you, them since I was a little tiny kid. Yeah, so you can't just walk out of the woods with that shit. You know, it's it's really in there. So I do suggest red marine algae. And the other one that seems to be a big game changer for people and was also uh, has been speculated to be helpful with warding off of the COVID, and I certainly take it, and found out that it works well with doxycycline, which I'm curious. Hydroxychloroquine, I've heard it does Can you imagine if I was like, when you can get it online, you know, it's, it's on Amazon now, um, is uh, monolaurin. Uh, which is, uh, it's, uh, it's derived from, um, coconut and, uh, it's, it's how you want to get like a medium chain triglyceride into your body. And can I just have some coconut oil? No, monolorin is, is specific. You put the lime in the coconut. And so I, and I read, I was, I, you know, I did lots of research when I got my doxy and I read that monolorin has been shown to help uptake the doxy. 
Um, so to like really get into your body. So I'm also thinking that's part of what helped, um, is helping speed my process along. Oh, well, wonderful. Red marine algae and something else. And monolaurin. Monolaurin. That's a hard one. It sounds like a disease. M-O-N-O-L-A-U-R-I-N. For a while, you could not get it anywhere online because it was just shown to be so helpful with COVID. So. Oh, wow. It's a real like, but it's a thing of like, you take it every day. Like it's. We are uh, now basically like a fringe medical podcast with, you know, conspiracy theories. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I am an Aquarius and Lord knows we love a conspiracy theory. And but <laughs> at the same time, I'll also say that I relate to Cassandra and that I do guess things and then they end up being true. Okay. Yeah. Think about it. Through all of 2019, every time I meditate, only saw waves of death. And then here we are, <laughs> you know, remember how you, I, like uh, I did, I did a whole like, uh, imagination kind of like joke about a city center residency. And then you were like, Hey girl, you know, well, that's, that was strange. So, I will say that was strange. That was like that, that day I had a dream. This is when I must've been like 21 or 22. I had a dream about, Oh my God. I literally, someone, this is crazy. Someone gave me a dream pillow. Aaron Fuji gave me a dream pillow and it had like lavender and then some other like, you know, teas Pops. and herbs. Yeah. That are supposed to stimulate uh-huh. your d- dreamy energies. Lavender, hops and poppy. Go on. And I started having what are, what I can only describe as psychic dreams. Cause I kept kind of having these like uncanny premonitions of things that I didn't know were going to happen. Like one, one day I had a dream that I I saw a Ferris wheel come off of its axis and like roll down the road. And then you're walking by a park where there was a Ferris wheel and it came (laughs) off its axis and you watched it roll. No, but I woke up in the morning. I turned on the television. What I turned and it's Martha Stewart's old program of where she used to do demos program and program. And the very first image is like a model train set with a huge Ferris wheel in the middle. I thought, well, that's odd. And then I had a dream that my friend Greg brought me a cranberry and like a, a cranberry tart. I show up to my dressing room for Nutcracker that day. Lo and behold, he's made all of us cranberry tarts, individual cranberry tarts. I literally was like, oh, oh, oh what? I dreamt this was going to happen not only a few hours ago. And then I dreamt that our um, director was announcing we were going to go to China and not the next week. He's like, we're going to go to China. And I was like, what's happening? Wait, why did you stop using this dream pillow? Uh, yeah, got disinterested. (laughs) I also had this amazing dream that I'll never forget (laughs) where I just like, I went, I was up on like a canyon like hike I started walking, 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 walking. I'm walking. I'm walking down this path. And I'm like, this is incredible. I'm just going up, 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 up. I decided at a certain point to look back. When I look back, I am on a trail that has like melted off the earth. And I'm looking back at the entire planet. And I was like, wow, isn't it beautiful? I will never forget that dream. Uh and then did something happen? No. Well, the, no. Where were you? Where you like saw like spaceship Earth and like? No, got, no, no. Uh, Nothing happened with that one except for that it really felt powerful. 
Queen, get yourself a dream pillow. My God. I know. I, I don't really, I don't want to be psychic. Well, let me tell you, as someone who is, it is a challenge. <laughs> it is a challenge. Um, I, there was this day where... I don't I don't think you're psychic. I do think you're very pessimistic. And I think we live in a time right now where pessimistic thought manifests because everything's horrible. This is exactly what happened to Cassandra. She was psychic. She knew the future. And then no one believed her because <laughs> that was her curse from Apollo. I, Jeremy and I were in the car and I started telling him about uh, the classics like House of Atreus like where this all like is going to shuffle down to Electra and Orestes and how the children kill the parents and da, 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 da. And he was like, how do you know all of this? And I was like, classics were my thing. Mm-hmm. It's really, I can really talk through all of that material and it is useful to know. And I think the Cassandra myth, I mean, the, the myth is, you know, she's, she, she's, Apollo's in love with her and she's like, I don't want you. And so he, he, gives her the blessing of that she'll know the future and the curse that no one will believe her. So she's able to, you know, she knows right, the Trojan horse right, is right. filled and that she knows all these things are going to happen. She sees her own death, all of that. But I think that's a really great myth in terms of thinking about, you know, how it's it's a really also a great survivor myth of when people know that things have happened to them and they're not believed, you know, these, it's all of that thing. Or as I used to say, you know, am I am I hyper vigilant or am I psychic or is it both? And um, but I'm I'm really on the all of the above. Mm. It's uh, it's just it's it's part of the thing. Um, I definitely if if we have any um healers out there, I'm definitely open to all great healing, please. And if we have any um healers who are also herbalists, uh, dream pillows. I think mm-hmm. you and I having dream pillows and having maybe like a, a whole episode about our dream pillows is really, I'm here for that. There's some other oh, things. Can we you need. imagine we, how tedious we, an episode of you and I just describing the dreams we've had and be like, oh. I do remember someone once saying, listening to someone recount their dream is like listening to someone recount an SNL episode. A horrible. absolutely horrible you're like i guess i'm not in on the joke but i loved hearing your dreams but maybe that's just me and maybe that's just this well i literally just described Um, like the three some of the most important dreams i ever had yeah well you know that earth one it was you know that didn't really come to pass but maybe it will when you die and you walk up the stair stair stairway to stardom maybe um i uh I, I want to give a shout out to thank you listeners who are putting in the support to the podcast. As we had said a couple of weeks ago, we're, we're just, we're not at a place where we're able to do it pro bono anymore. I needed support, even if that was just a dollar an episode, just $4 a month. And people have been turning up. I cannot thank you enough for that. No. Um, thank you to our friend, friends who like actual old friends, Will McBride. Thank you. Also, Jamie D, who I used to dance with at Ballet Met, is bec- is leaving us kind messages. Thank you, every thank you. It's been so long. And 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 a really beautiful email that I I won't read the email because it's you know I want to safeguard the the intimacy of what was put in there, and I do really value intimacy. But Derek Smith, who's just a a fierce radical queen, and I that email meant so much and. 
and receiving, you know, as well as receiving emails about what, what this has meant to you and that it's not just sort of all onto the void. It's, it's, it's helpful and it, and it offsets our hate mail. And, um, <laughs> No, uh, we've actually I, never gotten hate mail. Oh, we got one, but we, I mean, oh, we, yeah, we got a one. I mean, think we back. got one really long one, but we've never. We we don't have. A, oh, we've also received other hate mail, girl. Are you kidding? Oh, you have absolutely. You have the literally the brain of a goldfish, and so it's fine. I'm not going to bring it up because I'm reminded of when Catherine Hepburn. I think it was Catherine Hepburn said that the key to a long career is good health and a short memory, oh. and. You have truly the shortest memory, perhaps, of anyone I've ever met. No, we've only, I, we, um, we've only ever gotten one, one hateful mail. Mm-mm. You've received your own, uh, but I don't feel the need to go over that. Well, you're right going to have to tell me later because I'm so curious. Sure. I mean, you screenshotted it. You sent it to me. You were like, whoa. I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So anyhow. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Well, I love that you blacked it out. And, and that speaks to, I think, how you fare well and that you uh, just, um, uh, I don't know, focus on the positive or maybe focus on what's just right in front of you. Yeah. 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 So what else have you been doing? Uh, school, um, co- some costumes for Pam, still working with Pam. In this, uh, she, we, she actually came to the studio yesterday because she's back. And we, we... Jeremy enjoyed watching that rehearsal. He got a lot of feedback on that or, or not feedback he it was insightful for him of how oh, he's going to be proceeding in this direction oh that's good um yeah. so it's nice to see pam um else uh i went i went on a, to a roof of my friends cassie and jesse and we watched um slaves of new york on an apartment <gasps> rooftop truly one of my favorite films that will probably have to be one of our movies of the month but i'm gonna just announce right now that in two weeks on September twenty fifth. Oh, wait, it's not going to oh. be the movie that we thought it was. Oh, okay. Because here's the thing, I do think Slaves of New York should. Do- I think we should have movies of about New York, and that Slaves of New York should be the first one. But we're going to start with dance films. Oh, I-, I thought we were starting with Possession, which is a dance film. Okay. So I view Possession as. For me, perhaps the greatest dance film. The the movement, the choreography, it's really beyond. Well, I don't it's know not that I've readily, seen it, which is great. It's not readily available online. And so oh, no. I I feel oh, no. that that's a hard ask for that our listeners. Hard. That's hard, yeah. When it's not readily available. So I think I need to do some digs, um... The the director Zulowski is some is a director who's someone who I know has worked for. So I actually am going to see if I can just get in. Unfortunately, Zulowski has passed. I'm going, to, but I am going to see if I can get in touch with the estate. If there's sort of any way that maybe we could even do a showing of the film. Um, it's just it's so dear to my heart. It is so deeply influenced myself and many choreographers and directors and performers and just people. It's um an iconic film, but for our first dance film, I'm now semi at a loss mm. of what we should pick for our first dance film, but we are planning on giving you notice so that you can have watched this film before Reed and I discuss it. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, then we're going to do, I'm already, I'm starting to do a little Googling of like various dance films to see if they're on any streaming sites. I mean, let's look at the OG dance film, The Red Shoes and see. That's what I was thinking. I mean, Red Shoes is I'm sure on Criterion, but you know how many people it's have that. It's on HBO Max, which I don't have. Um, Interesting. Um, let's see. Videos. Um, oh, that's just an excerpt. Sometimes they'll have a whole movie on YouTube, which is nice. Um, okay, so no, it's not the red shoes. It's not the turning point. It's not center stage. Um, so we'll have to get back to you. We're going to have to get back to you. And it might be a post that we'll do on our Instagram, um, which if you don't already know is with dance and stuff. And um, we might, it, it, it might be a stay tuned for that. And um, and also, who knows, maybe I'll have been able to get in touch with the Zulowski estate by then and uh, we can find some way for it to be possession. Um, and uh, oh, yes, I'm looking. I know. I know. It used to be on YouTube. I um, wish we had a more concrete thing for our listeners. Uh, oh, well, I'm, we will. I <laughs> We will, we will. And, uh, you know, and, and what is concrete is that we loves you and, um, that your listenership and, and those of you who are supporting us means the world. And if, if you're someone who can, please do, it is, it does help us. And it, it also may help if when I contact the Zulowski estate, they say that I can, you know, buy it or I mean I think it is available to buy on a streaming site but it's then yeah. it's a matter of how do I get it yeah. to everyone and how is that not copyright I mean we're gonna really wanna we're gonna into run that. into big problems if we start only looking for free movies because basically all the right. movies we want so we might have to just say in addition to your you know five dollar Patreon contribution you're gonna have to spend three dollars or two two dollars if you watch it in SD but you know what who doesn't go see you know it's like we all miss going to see movies right absolutely. now absolutely and frequently people can be like well, what movie should I watch well we're here to tell you what movie to watch yeah and, and spe- you don't have to spend seventeen dollars to go to the theater you can spend 299 and just watch it on iTunes. Look up how much possession is right now. Okay, look I'm it up. looking it up. Look I'm up, looking look it up. up. How much would it be for someone to rent possession? Okay, let's see here. Possession. I'm going to go... Because then you can get to see it. And not only will I talk about the film, I'll tell you how this f- film was made. Because I know the histoire of this film. Of a director who has made so many incredible films. For those, I wouldn't put this in a dance film category, but... Um, uh, Zulowski's film, The Most Important Thing, Love, is an incredible film with uh, Remy Schneider. Um, she really gives a tour de force performance. Uh, that's the English translation of the French title. Um, oh, you can rent it for... Oh, that's the wrong possession. There's two possession movies. You want to do 1981. Yeah, there's another possession, uh, I think, that's with Beyonce. No, it's with Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) Although I would love to see a movie with the two of them. Oh my God. Absolutely. With Gwyneth and and, um, Beyonce. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. This movie does not appear to be in iTunes. Okay. Let's see. 
Um, but there are, there's the possession, the possession of Hannah Grace. It's a great word. No, no. I just want Possession 1981. Possession 1981. That should be the title of the film, no? No, it's just... Oh, I want to also talk about one other thing. Uh, two other things. A little bit of housekeeping, which is I know our episodes have been a little bit... I mean, I, I think it's good when we just talk to each other. They've been a little short because, you know, it's the beginning of the school year and we're all getting settled into our... Um, <gasps> Possession 1981 movie. Um, but uh, our we'll we'll start having a little more structure coming up. We're going to probably announce to you like monthly structure for the podcast just so you can be somewhat prepared knowing like, oh, in three weeks, there's going to be a guest. So, you know, things like that. I love that you have like that you want to. I guess it doesn't matter, does it? Also, like it, I, I love that you want to have that you want to have um structure well it's important it's it's important for podcast listeners being one myself i sort of understand that oh i see yeah i see yeah i wasn't i wasn't a podcast listener so you're yeah you're not don't even listen to ours you you certainly don't um it's basically impossible to watch possession because it's not available on anything okay well i'm gonna try and get in touch with the estate and figure that out wow really you can get it on (laughs) blu-ray Uh, it's only $40 on Blu-ray. So I think we should all do that. It's only $40 on Blu-ray? Yeah, and then you can buy a Blu-ray player for who knows how much that kind of obsolete thing costs. Um, okay, anyways, we won't be watching that anytime right now unless we figure that out. But the other thing I was going to say is that I had like a, a very inspired moment this week because... I did a little alteration on Sarah Mern's Cunningham unitard and sent her off to Kotspon. And then suddenly there was these extraordinary photos um, that came onto Instagram. And I really thought, oh, wow, like dance costumes matter. And it was as if I hadn't seen a real costume on anyone since COVID started, which is more or less true. Um, and it really helped me to center my own thoughts around like why why there are costumes and what their power is and thank you christopher jones for the beautiful photos and um i i felt those pictures gave me further insight into why it is that i do the thing i do and that felt really good do you want to expand some on that on why it is you do the things that you do yeah i mean obviously like i love making things i love thinking about how things look, but on the, you know, sometimes I have to, I have to wonder like why any of it matters and is it wasteful or, or to do something that doesn't have more direct efficacy towards like improving the world. But then seeing those photos, I was like, Oh, to watch a dancer's body. That's not only doing something like outside of, the mundane outside of the everyday, but is now dressed in a way that creates a whole set of questions and, and, and moves us further away into, into mystery and wonder. Like those are the things that allow our brains to expand and to have, and being curious is what creates empathy and, and being empathetic is how we're going to live in a world that is much better because people will actually be curious about one another and care about one another. They won't just hate one another. So I suddenly felt like the power of this image 
brought a lot of things into focus for me. And that happens sometimes, but then I forget. And it was a really powerful reminder. I think that's beautiful. And I, I completely agree. And it's, I had two thoughts. One is I just talked about Sarah. Um, I teach acting to the uh, vocal arts program. It's a the opera singing major at Bard. And I was talking about in a, in a classical form, what happens when you bring your full self to something and how that can actually exalt and even further and even change the form. And so I talked, I used Sarah as my example in discussing that and um, what it is to be so oneself, so vulnerable and risk everything on stage. And that was the first one of one thought I had, that's just for Sarah. Hi, Sarah. I, I don't know if she listens to this, but the other is um, more to your point, which is about mystery and about not knowing. It's when people think they know that like, it's all the problems start. And that's so difficult. And what a great place for art to step in to provide, as you, as you said, you know, mystery and that, that in mystery, we can create empathy. Um, and, uh, I'm completely here for that. It's, I think that, I mean, and even think of the sort of practicalities of, of making, I think the times of making when it's felt more like, I know what this is, that it has fallen more flat for me. And when I allow myself to not know and to kind of uncover and use tools of formalism as I go that way, that it's been something larger. I mean, I think we're looking always to do it, to have it be something larger than ourselves, to get out of our own way. Bless you. Thank you. I mean, as we've said many times, like, unless you're a movie, please don't explain to us what it is you're doing while you're doing it because then you're theater and you're terrible. So, (laughs) you know, like be, be dance, Uh, be mysterious. Well, I mean, honey, in dance, it can really also tilt into a lot of explanation and a lot of things that can go onto the, the binary of all things in there. It is this thing. I I loved when you brought up recently in a conversation, a conversation, a a conversation that was just between us of where dance, when it really works, can function eons past other forms. And uh, I, I found that so moving and so true of why it made me want to move more into that form. Um, it is this thing of allowing something very true, which is the body to exhibit through forms of iconography and feeling, uh, up to you to interpret and, and what that can create of bringing us back to the truth of the body, the truth of the world of the, of the natural world and the supernatural world, I think is really is profound. Yeah. Um, I love that conversation that you and I just had that was privé, but um, now is for our listeners. Uh, I recently um, uh, was, I, I watched uh, On the Boards, which you can get a subscription for, uh, uh, and I watched uh, Ralph Lemons, which I've seen before. It's such an amazing piece. 
um, how to, I think it's called how to stay inside all day and not go anywhere, uh, which has excerpts of former work. It was just like, I I mean, mind blowing. He's Mm. really, and this was made in 2010. It's, I remember when I saw Ralph Lemon's Scaffold Room when we were curated together, Scaffold Room was curated with Shamb, um, at Bard for the first biennial. And Ralph is just a genius. I really have to have him on the pod someday. Um, I'm sure we can. There's no reason why not. Also, I study with his partner, Feldenkrais, and I feel close to the family. Who is Ralph's (laughs) partner? I think it's Jimena Paz. Am I wrong? I don't know. I, I don't know. The title of the piece is how can you stay in the house all day and not go anywhere? I, I I might've said that, but it, I, 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 it just to be specific with the exact title. Um, and, uh, and wow. I mean, in scaffold room, my God, what an incredible piece, but, uh, it's, it is this thing. And it's something that I felt so grateful for and even seeing like way back in the day of, uh, when I saw a piece of his at BAM, which I think was in 2004. Um, uh, I think it was, what was it? Come Home. I think it was called Come Home, Charlie Patton. Um, I think that's when it, what it was. Let me look. Yes, that's what it was. Um, uh, at BAM and feeling completely blown away by seeing the utilization of dance, theater, visual art, and allowing, and and this thing of not favoring content over form or form over content, but utilizing them mm-hmm. and really exploring, exploring through, through the work. I mean, in, in, in this, in this piece, uh, in, in the piece that I talked about from 2010, I mean, his, it, this hunt for a sense of formless form after the death of his partner, it's just, uh, stunning, stunning, excruciating, un, un, unbearably true. And, uh, and what, uh, Ralph uses on stage or off stage sonically for that, just, uh, genius. Oh, well, at any at rate, any rate you just all got to have a little bit of Bard College education for free. <laughs> send your checks to Jack. No, Barber. do not send it to dance and stuff, please. Cause, uh, it's, oh, it's yeah. actually the, the three of us that need help, not just one. And, um, well, yeah, Jack has a job. I don't. So send me the minute. Right. <laughs> well, don't send it to read either. It's, it, this is also, I'm trying to take care of you and Jeremy in this. Jeremy, who actually does far more for this podcast than both of you, than both of us together. <laughs> both of me, I am multi- I contain multitudes. contain multitudes. I contain multitudes. Give it up, Walt Whitman. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is, I mean, back in, in all transparency for for these asks it is about taking care of the three of us it's not just about one of us it's uh and our our producer jeremy does so much work it's a real um also take care of yourself and if you're struggling with money do not send us any absolutely don't 
Please keep listening. Enjoy this free podcast. Yes. And if you're someone with money, give more and that'll take care of the person who couldn't donate. You can think of donating in their honor. That's something that I love. And then you don't have to feel as bad about not paying as much in taxes because you're so incredibly rich. Yes, honey, work. (laughs) I can't wait to be that person. I have this awful feeling that I won't be and that I'll just have to rely on uh, like the the kindness of people who can make more money, like my friend Jamie Devine, who doesn't listen to this podcast, um, but uh, who's now working for Apple, and I was like, well, buy a house I can live in. Um, There's no place in my imagination where I have like money in the future, so like I feel very comfortable with that. I I mean not I mean like I mean like a lot of money. I yeah. want to be so rich. That's Jack. That's gross. I do well. I because I want to like take care of people. It's like when you it from that, then you can take care of people and you can like donate more money. And I mean, the idea that like if I had so much money, I could just like, like when I was like asking people to donate money to Glitz and like to get that house up. It's like God. What would have been to just be like, here you go. It's built. Ugh. I'd love to do that, but. I can't. Anyhow, um, enough about that topic. And um, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I won't won't get too into it. But the problem with being rich and feeling generous in a way that's very specific is that the money's not maybe necessarily going where, where it needs to go. It's going where you want it to go. And that that in and of itself is problematic. And that's why the art structure in this country is so fucked up. Oh, hi, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's hopefully where you get like an advisory committee, you know, maybe like people to run, to run, um, to run what you're thinking about by, you know, but I already have two therapists and, um, <laughs> that's what you ask. The Jack Ferber Advisory Committee Psychotherapists. Well, one, one is, one's an analyst and one's a, a psychotherapist. Cause I just really wanted to work out at the gym in two different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else can we say? Um, I haven't gotten too far into the Ferrante book. I'm looking forward to it. I just haven't been able to because I had Lyme brain fog. So I would like go to I'd go to read it and I would like the words would just slack off the page and I'd feel like I was in the bell jar and I was like, I can't handle this and close it. Oh, that's right. Readings. We might be doing readings. Readings of poems. Oh, yeah. All sorts of that. I'm reading um, Moshe Feldenkrais's last book, which will make you feel like anything's possible. So um, maybe I'll read a passage oh, from that's that. that's fun. Maybe I'll just get that book. That sounds fun. Um, it's called The Elusive Obvious. Uh, I love that <laughs> title. And isn't that art? Um, and isn't that just art? Well, I need to go... Um, I have things to do today and Uh, me too. I'm going to, I'm going to go buy elastic, fancy Japanese elastic, and then I'm going to go to studio and keep working. Sounds amazing. Well, love you. And ladies and other, we loves you. We loves you. Thank you for showing up for us and we'll continue showing up. And we will let you know the movie selection soon. There we go. Wait, who hate mailed me?